Seminar, a course or subject of study for advanced graduate students, an act of conferring or consulting together. Issue 18, Parody and Humor. Great to see you, class! I hope you're all excited about this next class as we're about to begin the process of your midterm. Next class, I would like you to present your own lessons for the class. However, I do not want to repeat a last term. Instead, I urge you to look at something that you feel encompasses what we have learned so far about yourselves as individuals. Now I will discuss the midterm after our first piece, but I have chosen a fascinating aspect of the human culture to consider today. There is a particular style known as parody in human literature and entertainment. In fact, I have chosen to use a very iconic group of characters from a classic form of entertainment known as a cartoon. Please consider how this work is a parody of other work in Casey, where are you? I am so hungry! Oh, yeah, a sandwich would be sweet right now. <laughs> Let's stay focused, guys. The waitress at the local diner said that people have been mysteriously disappearing at the Hatcher house for the last couple of weeks. I don't get it. Don't get what, Danny? Well, why are people even coming to this dump? Haven't you been reading the Casey Catches Killers forums, Donnie? This place has received a lot of hype since that paparazzi guy who dated Bridget Sears said he last saw her with her kids near this place. No, no, no. According to Folks Magazine, Bridget was dating this guy for like her whole life, and they were truly in love and stuff. Why Hollywood said that they have three kids and live in North Dakota with friends. According to the magazine you gave me at the diner, Wendy, the uncles to one of the kids' best friend's cousins knows where the kids went to school. And he went missing here last week. Jinkies! I had no idea. We need to get in there and solve this case, guys. Man, all of that gossip. I am so hungry, guys. Yeah, yeah, some food would be great. Some ice cream. I don't know about this place, guys. Don't worry. I'll protect you, Debbie. Like, who's going to protect me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and me too. Come on, guys. Donnie, do you have the flashlight? Yeah. It... Wait, wait a minute, it's not working. Oh, no. Well, that's enough for me. Let's go get some pizza! Cool it, Tobe. I think I found a candle over here. Does anyone have a lighter? <laughs> here, Donnie. 
I have some matches from the diner. Great! Okay, gang, let's go! Guys, like, like, why are we so into this stuff? I mean, this place gives me the creeps. Come on, Tobe. Have any of these places ever really been haunted? There's probably just someone hiding in here behind a mask of some sort. And we need to catch them and turn them in. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's spooky, but Donnie always traps his man in the end. Wow! Write that one down, Wendy. That'd make a great catchphrase. <clears throat> <laughs> what the? Huh? Oh, oh, no, my glasses! Oh, my glasses! Oh, my goodness! Everybody, just stay calm and try not to move. Now, Wendy's glasses are broken on the floor somewhere, so everyone just stay still and carefully reach out for each other. Wendy, do you have any more matches? Wendy, it's okay. I found your glasses. Well, wait. Wait, it's just broken glass. No frames. Wendy? I'm here, Debbie. Now, what, what happened to Wendy? She was here a minute ago. I don't know. Lights are so bright. I can't see anything. Where are you, Donnie? Hold me. Why is this happening? Oh, like, this is so crazy. I, I think I had a dream like this once, and and I didn't like it. Relax, gang. I'm safe. No thanks to Donnie and Debbie. What? What are you... Shut up! Wendy? You too, Barbie. I'm surprised you two looked away from one another long enough to notice I was gone. What is this? Some kind of a... some kind of a sick joke? Where are you, Wendy? Come on, we're all leaving now. Please, Wendy. You're scaring me. Of course I am, princess. That's the point. And no, Donnie, this is not a joke. It's a trap. You know all about those, remember? What? Why are you doing this? Yeah, and why am I getting wet? Are are we in some kind of shower or something? (laughs) All the mysteries that I have solved ended with monologues, so sure, why not? I've spent the last few years monitoring and running our website business, for that matter, while you two made out Toby... He eats and has an imaginary conversation with his dog. Hmm? As I began to make real friends, ones who admired and truly loved me, they opened my eyes to how you guys have been using me all this time. And they were right, you know. I'm tired of being used. You guys never cared about me or my mysteries. So, I've decided that I'm going to go it alone now. those mysteries. We are a team. We could have been. This was your test. I planned all of this. The pokey diner with my forum friends acting their part perfectly. 
broken flashlight, so you would have to use a candle and barely be able to make out the giant swimming pool tomb that you'd walked into, and of course, the fake magazine article. You really should get a life, Debbie. Now, student 9, female, Bayes. I'd like to hear your opinion of this parody. What kinds of techniques did you notice being used in this work? Well, let's see. Uh, irony, for one. Uh, the twist at the end was both surprising but predictable, too. The characters were all stock, too, like a typical jock, typical nerd, typical stoner, typical dog. Excellent, Student 9! You've hit the proverbial nail right on the head! One of the major components to all comedy, and this includes cartoons and theater, film or radio, is the use of stock characters that the audience can easily identify with. Observe this again in this next piece, known as Snapshot. As any three-year-old will tell you, monsters are very real. Although for the most part, you wouldn't be able to tell us from Adam. We might live next door to you, work as your supervisor. <laughs> Sometimes you even elect us to office. Not that we're all dandies, mind you. You've got your vampires, your werewolves, your boogie people. All real nasty sorts. And there are the gags. Welcome to Punchlines, the city's only dedicated bar for cartoon critic. Oh, hey, Dylan. Hey, Merv. Our uh, superstar here? Sure is. Last time I saw him, he was over. Thanks, Merv. I think I can take it from here. Oh, did you see the paper did a nice big write-up about the show being canceled? Called me an American icon. An American icon. I guess that's just the time we live in, huh? When American icons can get the pink slip. Get me another one of those, will ya? Crackers. Hey, ladies. You ever wanted to get with an American icon? Don't let the whole lack of any discernible genitalia issue turn you off. I promise that I can make it worth your time. <laughs> uh, crackers. Oh, sure. Laugh. Laugh! One day off the air, and already I'm a joke. Crackers! Huh? Well, bless my fuzzy soul! If it ain't Dylan Snapshot Doyle! How are things, Crackers? Ugh, miserable. I'm guessing you heard the network finally pull the plug on the show, huh? Uh, I'd heard rumors. Mind if I sit with you? Be my guest. Nobody else wants to. 
You know that I've already gotten a call from people to do one of those retro comedy show things? All. Boy, those 1970s sure were crazy times. I can feel the vomit already forming in the back of my throat. You think you'll take the gig? Mmm. Still waiting to see what the payout is. And what about you? Still doing your whole paparazzi thing? Photojournalism. If it helps you sleep at night. You can call it public charity. Uh, honestly thinking about giving it up to tell you the truth. Maybe get into something more, I don't know, meaningful? <sighs> Nonsense! All ribbing aside, what you do is important. Noble, Eva. <laughs> no offense, Cracky, but the age of noble journalism is long dead. All that's left is a bunch of blood artists. Well, at least I tried. Say, is that your camera in that bag? Funny you should ask. I actually came down here to get a few pictures. <laughs> what? Oh, no. No, no, no. My publicist would wring my neck. Uh, just a few, Cracky. For my niece. She's a big fan. And if I got a few, I'd be a hero. Hmm. You on the level here, Dylan. Cross my heart. Heard rumors you don't have one. All slander, I assure you. <laughs> I'm sure. Still, I do hate to disappoint the children. Hmm. Hmm. All right, cameraman. You talked me into it. But only if you buy me a few more beers. Haven't you already had enough? Dylan, I'm a damn puppet. I don't even know if I can get drunk. All right, duly noted. Listen, let's head to the back. I've been needing a cigarette, and you know the city ordinance... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tiger. Arr. Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, crackers. Uh, that's the end of this roll. Huh? Oh, sure. I'm getting kind of sleepy anyway. Might head back upstairs. Whoa. You're living here? Well, yeah. Even before the show got canceled, we've been a declining market for a while now. Most kids don't like fuzzy talking animals teaching them about friendship and the alphabet. Nowadays, that's far too lucid of an acid trip. Jeez, uh, I had no idea things had gotten so bad. Nonsense! It's not terrible. I mean... Most people buy drinks for me, and I've got a bright future as a game show host, at the very least. Hope they don't make me shave my head, though. I guess. I'm sorry, Cracky, but I just have to ask, can I get one more shot? <sighs> I suppose. Your niece must be a serious fan. Oh, trust me, she is. One of your biggest. I'm glad he's drunk. My adoring public. I didn't even know I had a public. Let alone an adoring one. Huh. That's a funny looking camera. Makes this part so much easier. I almost wish I felt bad. But I know that Crackers was at the end of his rope. 
I just did the thing he would do if he had a good fortune to have a pair of balls. Smile, Cracky. <laughs> and besides, if he knew how much money I can make off of this, he'd shoot himself. Every magazine trying to undercut each to redefine bad taste. And me with the golden cash cow. Cracker's last stand. <laughs> he'd laugh about it if he could. Hey, Merv, I'm going to close Cracker's tab. Sure thing. It's not pretty, though. Ah, don't worry. I got a tip about a lot of money coming in my way. Sure thing. I'll go grab that. In the end, no one gets a fair shake in this world. Cracky understood that. After all, there are monsters in the world, including the kind who will do anything for a quick buck. I have spent much of this class trying to teach each of you about yourselves. And so, for this midterm, I wish for you to look at something that has a specific meaning to you. Now, understand that this particular midterm will be different from the finals you've experienced before. I want you students to present these stories in groups of three, as there are nine of you currently. Students one through three, then students four through six, and finally, students seven through nine will present. There should only take a class and a half, at which point I will finish that class with another lesson. No further inquiries. Class dismissed. Supplemental inquiry. Syllabus and course schedule. The midterms have arrived. Students one through three, please present your piece. The pressure is on, but the students are ready. With some stories that take the darker shades of life and brings them forward. Students four through six, please present your piece. And highlights a once dead form, Code of Honor. Be there on September 19th as the midterms arrive and the students take you forward in time, then to the past. Seminar, issue 19, premiering September 19th, 2008. Only at audio.com. Supplemental Inquiry, Players for Seminar. Featuring the voice talents of Mike Winters as the instructor, Kristen Bays as student nine, In Casey, where are you? Michael King as Toby, Bill Young as Casey, Scott Vinicombe as Don, Kristen Bays as Wendy, and Trisha Wise as Debbie, written by Jovian Lab. In Snapshot, Abner Cenares as Dylan, Bill Young as Crackers, and Michael King as Merv. Written by James Tyler. Directed by Catherine Pride. Assistant Director Marcus Beattie. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Original music by David Alexander McDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2008 Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2008 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.